This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield, and I touched my first boob when I was in eighth grade. With me this week is Greg Miller. I've screwed people, Damon, and I'm going to do it again one day. (laughs) Anthony Gallegos is here. My first boob was also in eighth grade. And Jack DeVries is here. Not a fan of the boobs. But you, what you were saying earlier, you can't even remember. Can't you even blocked it out. I think you blocked remember. it out. I, I it was just, such a painful yeah, experience It was traumatizing. It went straight the other way. That's what made you gay. It's not like yeah. sand at all. <laughs> what's the, it's not like a balloon filled with sand what, what, at all. What's the equivalent of a, of oh a boob God. touch? I guess feeling someone's junk. Yeah, but that's like that's See, I don't think that's junk, yeah, though. right? It's like I also remember when I touched my first female junk. Yes, and so. that was different. That was in ninth grade. Um, I don't know, but maybe. But I guess I touched the guys, but uh, eh. maybe there's not an equivalent. Anyways. There's not really an equivalent. You know, boobs are uniquely female. Yeah, it's true. Men don't have them. Well, they can still get breast cancer, though. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. And apparently, they can sometimes lactate. I'm here. Gross. There was wow. an article written huh. by our, our own former Mike Thompson just yesterday. <laughs> Really? He wrote an article on Slate.com about male lactation. I'm not making this up. Okay. Look it up. I'm not going to. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to keep looking at you with disgust. And it makes me feel good because now I know I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? What am I? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of God would allow this? <laughs> I'm going to paint my Warhammer figures now. <laughs> Oh, that's not funny. Gentlemen, <laughs> uh, we're on the eve of a, a long weekend. Yeah. We have a holiday weekend here. Uh, international listeners, Monday is Memorial Day. It's a day we set aside to be thankful for our memories, all of the memories that we have uh, <laughs> rattling around in our heads. 
Uh, the day where we sit down and play Call of Duty. Yeah. I believe yeah. we, we honor dead veterans by mattress sales and barbecues. Yes. <laughs> All these things. Uh, any big Memorial Day plans? Any of you, Greg? Nah. Anything? I'll be in Sweden. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Where they don't celebrate more. Somebody Day. doesn't love his country. <laughs> I, I would, I would, I would love to go love to it a barbecue. Or, love or it or leave it, Anthony. He's getting out. That's his problem. I am getting out. Can you can you Fuck share him. can you share what you're seeing at uh, in, in in Sweden? I'm going to see a game in Sweden. Figure it out. I don't know. Right. Stockholm. There's not that many game developers in Sweden. Uh, well, before we get into the, the business here, I have a couple of thank yous, uh, listeners here. Jason Shawfield, listener, uh, sent us in a care package with a bunch of beer in it. Uh, we got it a couple weeks ago, but we were in LA last week, so I didn't get to thank you. Jason, a mostly intact package. Yeah, one of the beer bottles was broken, but it's fine. It's fine. It's just a little wet. All of the rest of the bottles were, were in, in shape, and uh, we've got those here. We'll enjoy those. Something. You know I forgot to have them sitting on my desk. The UPS guys, I imagine sometimes just for kicks, they totally drop kick that shit. Just you think to, so? Yeah. yeah. See what happens? Uh, I also got a package here. This is from, who's this from? Uh, Jonas Jean. Jonas Jean. His name Jean. is Jonas. Uh, he wrote, and he says, uh, Scoop, hey Damon, not sure if you remember me. I was the listener from the Bronx who won your Extra Life t-shirt. Remember I got an Extra Life t-shirt? It was a cool graphic, but it was yeah. too big for me, so I gave it away. Yeah. He wrote it, and he, he, he wanted to thank me, and he's a graphic designer. He designs t-shirts. Oh, and he shit. sent me two uh, t-shirts here. Are they good? Yeah, they're Are really cool. Are these fix-worthy? Are you going to wear these on the fix Yeah, I'll totally oh. wear this on the fix, right? Nice. This is a uh, Voltron at the at the gas station. <laughs> this is a t- That's awesome. Filling up. Yep. This is totally uh, threadless worthy. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, this is our uh, listener, Jonas John, who did this. And a uh, second one here. This is a white uh, tea graphic. White. Got a little floating, fascination uh, with robots. Robot head there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Very he, nice work, Jonas. He knows what Damon likes. Yep. Thank you, sir. I will definitely wear those on the fix, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah, and yeah, there's some stickers in there, too. There's some other goodies, you know. Stop touching things that don't block I you. I went there. through it, Damon. I touched it all. <clears throat> I screwed it. <laughs> uh, less than two weeks now until we'll be at E3. Uh, it's gonna, it's coming up so quick. I know, right? It'll be over before you know it, Damon. That's true. It'll be done right now. Uh, so let's talk about E3. E3 stands for Electronics Entertainment Expo. Okay. Uh Listener Julian Gaston Puget Gaston. Nice. Oh, <laughs> he has some E3 questions for us. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. <laughs> How many canoes is he rode in? Am I right? Uh, Canoe yeah. sounds like cannoli. <laughs> oh, great. This is, this is the kind of podcast it's going to be today. We're, we're recording late in the day. It's uh, after 5 o'clock on Thursday, May something this is a preemptive scoop mm. well we have a, a half day tomorrow so yeah anyway julian has some e3 questions okay number one what are you most excited to see one at a time starting with jack DeVries. Ooh, i'm most excited to see probably just the ngp in general i i need it to be good well I need greg, it, damon greg has played it is uh-huh. it good he can tell you this right now I know, of course alert. i can <laughs> um, oh wait, no! I'm under embargo on everything I've ever saw. Oh, damaged. Oh, when is that man. embargo up? E three ish. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. it's not 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 until the actual show. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so you do have to wait for that. I will. All right. Don't you? Uh, go ahead. Don't you sometimes miss the days when like you would get like like just see like a new console and be totally. Mild? I'm not saying it isn't exciting, but when you, when you're at home and you barely see it, it's not quite the same. Yeah, like in a magazine year, or something. You mean, yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like the first time you see a game for the first yeah. time, you're like, holy fuck. Yeah, I'm hoping to get a little bit of that with Prey this year. Ah, Prey, Prey two, Prey two. Sorry, Prey two. <laughs> the <Bioshock>. Original Prey. <laughs> Bioshock, I'm hoping to get some Bioshock oh Infinite maybe as well. I want to see that mm-hmm. demo. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. can talk about Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, Hillary, post that one. That one is awesome. 
It's amazing. That one is yeah. awesome. I mean, I, yeah. I That's totally going to be one of the biggest games of the show. Oh, yeah. With uh, good reason, too. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. The color palette is stunning. Uh, yeah. The characterization that came across in, like, the 30 minutes of demo we saw, like, it's, like the relationship it's, between him and the girl so, was awesome. So one awesome. of the people... Yeah, I loved her instantly. I was going to say, one of the people I know in the game, their big thing, the, the, just making the game, is their big thing is uh, the characters, you shouldn't just be told how to feel about them. Like, uh-huh. oh, he cares about her, you see? No, they always want you... To like yeah. develop a, a feeling the, for her because in, of what's in the acting, going on in the acting world, we say show, don't tell. Yes, exactly. In journalism too, and so yeah. that's and that's what they want. They don't want just cutscene to tell you like exactly. see he cares about her. Yeah, they're do, they're trying to do no cutscenes in that game. Yeah, they're trying that, to have it all be told through. That sounds hot. The way it plays through. I think Bioshock Infinite is amazing. You're right. It's not my most anticipated game though. Uh, Tomb Raider is my most anticipated game from E3. That's the I'm one I, kind I've, of surprised about that, but yeah, I'm hearing I, a lot of good things about. I it. have very very hesitant, high expectations fit. Like, I want it to be cool, but I don't know. My I've, whole... he- I've heard such awesome things about it. I want to believe it'll be awesome, because Laura Croft was great. Greg and I may or may not have seen Tomb Raider. Yeah, I'm not going to comment it, on that. It may or may not be awesome. Let's say that. Yeah. Mm. I'm most excited for the conferences. The mm. the big three. Mm-hmm. Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony. Are you going to actually attend any of them? I don't I'll, I... Yeah, I'll attend Sony. Okay. Uh, it's just because that's when they, you know, bring out the big guns. They'll have some crazy announcement we didn't expect. Maybe Rockstar will say something. Maybe, Chewbacca know. will come out. I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You don't think Rockstar's gonna come out? Why nah, not? Not at the Sony. Why not? Day. I don't. I didn't say Sony one. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, maybe in general. I'm yeah, just. You think you just think Rockstar's gonna be at E3? No, well, they've said they're not going to be. Right. They've right. made a point out of they're not going to be. But yeah. then usually, once in a while, I should say not usually. They come out and they say something cool. Like GTA Five. At, at a, yeah. Exactly. A GTA collection. I don't know. A collection? Yeah. What do you or, want from Or maybe they come out and show more of the agent. Come on now. Remember yeah. that? I've seen a logo, and I'm very interested. <laughs> I'm very interested. What about Spec Ops The Line? I totally forgot all about that game. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's, that's Man. Yeah, what happened? Maybe to Oni 2? Oh, Oni 2. Now we're talking. It was like Dark Angel, but really not as good. <laughs> um, second question from Julian. What, what's going to surprise us at E3? If the, if the Nintendo console actually looks like something I want to buy. So as of, as of now, you don't think it is? Well, I... For what I, you know now? The, so I will say the Wii is the only system I ever bought on launch day, ever. The only system I ever went and got. You're not, you're not a real gamer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was also one of the first systems where I had a lot of disposable income, so I could do it. But, you're so rich. Uh, yeah, now... You're always bragging about how much money you have. I know, well, it helps... <laughs> yeah, he it. buys burritos and just throws them away. It, helps, eat them. it <laughs> helps to get paid to write really awesome reviews. So... <laughs> the money hat! Yeah. Um, but, no, seriously... I, I don't know because I just I, I bought my Wii and I've used it for like five games and then not since then. So I I, I think that uh to win me back as a customer, you know, and I'm not that, so far I'm not that impressed with the 3DS either. Oh yeah, no. you know. So I I don't know. Just, no. I think it's going to take a pretty fu- a pretty <laughs> fucking a pretty fucking something very unique to want to make me get it. Yeah, because I'm re- I'm very very interested to see what Project Cafe turns out to be because it would be awesome to see and, Nintendo bring back bring a hardcore game. And I want to see if they're going to have a system with like $200 controllers. Yeah, that's Jesus that's Christ. what I'm yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. If, if they're describe, what they're describing is really what they're like. The system's only $10. Each <laughs> controller <laughs> costs 200 <laughs> so. yeah, Is there any surprises that we know of that we could maybe tease? tease? Yeah. We know, like, Let's just say, if you're a fan of lizards, ho doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> what? We're not. Okay. Wink, wink. <laughs> uh, I know of one thing. I know of a couple of things going to be announced by Microsoft. That uh, mm, well, one of them is very cool. One of them you're going to be like, oh, really? 
Do we have the exclusive one? Uh, I don't. I don't think anything so. I'd tease. I already have the exclusive one, so you should just keep reading IGN.com. <laughs> that's the best. That's just really good yeah. advice. I want to yeah. see from Dust. I want that game to be awesome. Mm. That game is awesome. I mean, they've shown that several times. Um, there you go. And then uh, Journey will be there. Journey they they debuted last year at, at E3, and I saw that one. And then uh, I think they might have been showing it to people again recently, and the, we're hearing very very good things about that one. That's that's it's that super game company, pretty. the guys that did Flower. And, yeah. Uh, but From Dust is very cool. I don't know why they've shown it so many times, and it's always the same thing that I've seen. So it's like, man, can we just can you just put this game out already? Rayman, that might blow. That'll probably be the hottest thing coming out of Ubisoft. I bet. Uh <laughs> Driver San Francisco. <laughs> <Right>. It's true. <laughs> Sorry, Assassin's Creed Revelations. I still think I still think people will be talking more about Rayman than they will another Assassin's Creed. Mm, you'd be surprised. Maybe our nerd friends, but like I think general populace is more. Oh, the nerds. general populace, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying amongst I'm saying amongst gaming sites. Yeah. Cool the, people. The, the people that write about it will be talking about Rayman. Right. It really helped out Psychonauts. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you such a dick? I'm just letting you, you wanna, know. How about I say something else that you can counter that, too? Please do. You're attractive. Anthony Gay used to rape somebody once. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Greg Miller. <laughs> <laughs> he had a name! <laughs> uh, final question from Julianne. <laughs> What will disappoint us? What's going to disappoint us? Probably the Nintendo system. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, or it'll also disappoint me if the NGP gets priced above $300. Oh, man. Yeah. You think they're going to give out a price? If they do, I'm saying if they do and it's above 300 I will be very disappointed. What if, what if only the 3G model is above? That's fine. As long as there is a off, is there's one offered okay. for under 300 bucks, I'm sold. Okay. I fully expect to be disappointed by Connect. Oh yeah! What, what, Everyone bought. Do you have high expectations now? Can How? The bar get lower? No, my my expectations. I mean, I expect them to to have a showing because they're going to need to keep after the pushing first this wave thing. of yeah wave of games after come after out, what they did was at, last year it. at E3 and like the amount of money they poured into just talking about Connect, they're going to have to try to do something, and I fully expect it to be very lackluster and disappointing. Uh, what they They'd be like Sesame Street? Oh, Wipeout in the zone. Wipeout in the zone. Well, I was going to talk about that later, but we can talk about that now. Okay. Yeah. I played Wipeout in the Zone. It wasn't terrible. Let's fill us in. The Wipeout is a TV show. Wipeout is yeah. a TV show. Oh, it's, it's like... Uh, what? Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Let's also do the drum roll. I thought we were talking about the cool racing game, at least. No. Nobody cares about racing. No. When when somebody, when Arthur was like, hey, look at this Wipeout thing, I was like, Wipeout? Really? The racing game is back? And I went and looked at it, and it was the preview. <laughs> I had proofread for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this again. <laughs> Yeah, so there's this show on ABC called Wipeout, and it's like a most extreme elimination challenge, kind of one of those crazy shows, right? And you know, it's either above a pool of water or a pool of mud, and you jump on giant red balls, and people overextend their knees, and they do a bunch of dumb physical challenges. So and all this happens without a real people falling in mud and stuff. Correct. That you're sounds, playing as avatars really, and stuff, really and cool. you're jumping around, but it's Connect. You know how you're always looking to do something with that Connect. <laughs> yeah. You're, yep. sick of, you're sick of just eye chatting with your balls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just want Connect Adventures reskinned. Give that to me. Hey, you know what? You can play with other people, and they can fly little spaceships and shoot at you. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. God, man, remember when everyone in, in this office got yeah. suckered into buying one of those? No, I did not buy it's, one. I didn't either, but a it's, lot of people did. But it's telling well. that, that like the most exciting Connect article we've written in the last few months has been a preview for a game that is surprisingly not, not bad, terrible. Right? <laughs> not, not great. Not like go out and buy it, but hey, this doesn't suck. Yeah, well, not not that there have been a lot of Connect games to write about. Right, period. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, everyone bought one. And Although then, I think we have a it's review like of Kung Fu Panda Two. It's Connect like the going 3DS of Microsoft. Uh, you, wanted to, you wanted to tease some people. I would say look for a Damon Hatfield preview about a Connect game from a certain Sega company. Oh my God, and yes. that will be a gem. Yes, <laughs> there it, it is. It is this? It's amazing. It's amazing. This, this not in the way you might expect. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, let's yeah. I want to get, drop a big tease right now. He's asking what will disappoint us. Greg and I saw a demo recently for a huge game, a hugely anticipated game, uh, very very well known game, multi platform game that will be one of the biggest games of E3. The demo we saw was very very disappointing though. Okay, I think very I know what we're talking about. Underwhelming. Were we? Oh, oh, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, At least, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't think that's going to be the same demo they show at E3, but yes. the, show, the demo they showed us recently was like, really? That's all you got? Yeah. I think I think the problem with any demo where it gets disappointing, such as the one that you guys may or may not be talking about, is when you show one aspect of the game that may not be the part everyone really cares about, mm. it can make it mm-hmm, seem a lot more mm-hmm. boring. That's true. I think, and I think the fact that people get forced to show stuff before E3, like Judges Week, all right, you have to show something here, but oh, but we have this awesome E3 demo. We'll show something different. And so, okay... Now it's just this, you know, very, uh, you know, not exciting thing. Something you've moved through, you know, you're doing something. Well, it doesn't help that maybe the cooler parts of the game are the things they don't have polished in time. Exactly. Either. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. All developers hate E3. I mean, they've said them a little times. Uh, yeah. It's just it's killer on them, and they they because you have to stop interu- doing it, your yeah, real it work. Interrupts flow. your development. Yeah, yeah. you it's have like, to do a vertical slice. Yeah. Everybody work on this demo right now. Stop what you're doing to make an entire work game. sixteen hour yeah, days to do something that isn't making the actual game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so basically. E3 is going to disappoint everyone. But Anthony, you have a, you know, we're expecting to see the Star Wars Connect game. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, really? I want it to be good. All right, but LucasArts, <laughs> so LucasArts has recently done some hiring that makes me believe that the future Unreal game they're making is going to be badass, which I predict is either going to be Republic Commando 2 mm-hmm. or a relaunch of the uh, the Star Wars Battlefront games. That's my guess because Star Wars Battlefront was like their most popular selling franchise ever. What about like, Jedi Knight? Well, but again, that didn't sell as well. So I, Battlefront's always been Force hugely popular. popular too, right? Yeah, but Battlefront sold way more across all the SKUs. I mean, that was always like a PS2, Xbox bestseller. And, and you know, there was that one that What's-Her-Face was working on before they went out of business after the the people that made that black and white game in France. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were working yes. on a new Battlefront. But that? Saboteur. Yeah, Saboteur. Saboteur. <laughs> but that company, you know, and they canceled it. And so I, I, I think that with the talent, they brought over a guy. <laughs> like that black and white game in They frame. brought over <laughs> yeah. the, the guy that used to run Crystal Dynamics, the studio making lower, Tomb Raider. Yes. They brought him over to come back to LucasArts, who, and he made Republic Commando. So. What if it's just a pod racer? It's not going to be a pod Ooh. racer. But I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know. Who's now, making this, this is pod racing. Who's making this Kinect game? I don't know. I mean, I want it to be good. I'm not going to lie. I used to love Star Wars Arcade where you used a crappy little joystick to do lightsaber fights. Mm-hmm. So Great. if they do it really well, it could be awesome. Could be. Could be. I would love it to be awesome. Let's keep talking about E3. Okay. Greg, how, how long has the PlayStation Store been down? PlayStation? Oh, man, I stopped counting. Uh, it's been over a month now. Yeah. It would have been... Ooh, the, oh, man, don't crucify me. The 24th of last... PSN oh, last being month, back man. up without the PS... PlayStation Store doesn't even matter to me. Like that's all I want it for. Yeah, but I mean, people can play online now. And, you but know. you can't buy any of the games yeah, that I want. I can't get a Lady Gaga track pack. People can't redeem no. <laughs> a lot of games. You know, nowadays come with a code to yeah, redeem. Yeah, oh, that's something. a big problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Dirt Dirt Three just came out, and it comes with one of the online passes that you have to redeem through the store, and so that's down. So you can't do it. You can't yeah. play online. That's a big deal. But now Sony had said that by May thirty first, right? Yes. So that was that's their gonna be target Tuesday. Their target. Yeah. It's so Tuesday. we should keep an eye on Tuesday. Maybe the store will come. I up sincerely doubt it. Really? Yeah. By E3. My I, I picked in the IGN pool uh, the week after E3. I picked the 16th or 17th or whatever. Like I have very very little faith in what's happening. Not because I have little faith in Sony, just because I I don't know how monumental this thing's. It seems like a giant giant problem, and they're trying to redo the entire store. And I don't think it was something they planned on doing. Like this, Ever. and so it kind of happens, and then everybody's working, and everything's everywhere. So Sony comes out for their their press conference. Yeah, Ethan, what do they say? 
Do they do you think they open? Be, they open with that? They, they have to, open with some sort of apology. Totally, what do they? What do they? Totally. What do they Kazurai say? Kazurai comes out on stage and apologizes to everyone. I say, yeah, yeah. You think we're keep it serious, or or will Kevin Butler come out? No, it'll be serious. They have I don't think they can serious. make life. There's no way. There's no like. That's what we all joked about when it first happened. Like you know, like three days in. Yeah. Oh, Kevin Butler, come on! Like no, you can't do. Like your information, <laughs> your personal information has been lost to hackers. We screwed up, and things are still effed, and we're sorry, and we're working. So here's twisted metal. Exactly. I won't be surprised to see, however, someone in the Microsoft. Press conference, make a tiny jab. Oh, yeah, of course. Happen. Yeah, they'll all make jabs. Yeah, Sony won't. Sony's, Sony's gonna talk zero shit well, yeah, on everyone this year. <laughs> yeah, are they even still using Kevin Butler as a spokesperson? Is it is he still? I, I mean, yeah, he's, they he's are. He's done SOCOM commercials, he did exactly. SOCOM, and that was the last commercial I saw. I haven't what? seen a commercial for Sony exactly. As soon as this like. happened, everything went goosh. the PlayStation blog. I mean, shut down for three weeks with no. No, none of the normal stuff. They do developer interviews. They go to the same events as us. They kind of get, you know, they announce stuff there, games and whatnot. All of that disappeared. All it mm-hmm. was was, here's today's update. Here's today's statement. Here's what's happening. And now you see them coming out with, every day they have, like, all these videos and stuff because they have all the stockpiles of stuff they sat on for a month now. So, yeah, like, I think they've totally chilled on all of their crazy PR stuff until this is to a point where it's not, everybody's like, oh, PlayStation 3, isn't that down? <laughs> yes, it, it is still just the store is down now. Uh, you can get on, you can reset your password, and you can talk to friends. But um, okay, well, they will, Sony will have a bunch of NGP stuff. Yeah. at the show, mm-hmm. NGP is a code name. Yeah. Do so you think they will unveil the actual name of the system? I think it's about time. I think that would be like well, that's what because it as of now it's supposed to come out this year in Japan, right? Yeah, they've they, they've always been they've always danced a bit. What's about it that. called? What do you think? Uh, PlayStation P- PSP two. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, what else would you? I don't. I mean, that's what they do with PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation yeah. Three. May as well keep yeah. it, keep it. Uh, I mean, it's like games, right? Like, like people, people always say, you know, uh, well, this game isn't anything like the original, but they leave the two on there, so because two's, you know, strategically sell better usually. You know, what I mean, it shows an established. PlayStation thing. Portable Plus. Maybe PSP Plus. PSP Plus. All right, that's what you're gonna call. Yeah. Jack, what do you got for a name? Uh, definitely not the PSPP. <laughs> That's a dumb name. Um, you shut yeah. up. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be a PSP. I think I don't think it'll be a two. I think it'll be PSP and then some HD or PSP Touch, PSP, uh, PSP Feel. <laughs> no, Damon, you got anything? What yeah. do you think? No, I don't know. I, I'm curious. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they went with a new name, like Nintendo did with the Wii. You know, totally new brand name. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's. I mean, the fact is, it's just it looks so much like a PSP. Well, that's right? true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Be They're going to have to fire Marcus if they go with it. Uh, Marcus hasn't been seen in months, right? Like, when was the last Marcus commercial you saw? The <laughs> put, one where, out, put out the one Amber where, Alert for Bobby J. The one where he <laughs> insulted uh, the kid, right? Or the guy with his iPhone. And then somebody made the iPhone game. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. There was a commercial where Marcus was... Who's Marcus? He's, Marcus he was, PSP. Come on. Nope. No, all right. No. He was he was supposed to be the PSP's Kevin Butler, where he was a, he was a kid who played PSP. So then people would write into your PlayStation. I just got this cool I just got this cool game on my phone, and then you cut to Mark. He's like, a game on your phone? Are you crazy? Look at this. I'm playing this, and well, I can't do this. And so they did a commercial where this is exactly what happened. And the guy had some stupid adventure. It some it was like Adventure Castle on his phone, hmm. and somebody went and made Adventure <laughs> Castle and put it up on the App Store. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. Uh, price for the PSP two. Two fifty, same as a DS, three uh, DS. I mean, if it's yeah. the same price as three DS, oh man, it's gonna be hot. That that'd be incredible. I think I, I think I think if they do the two SKUs like they've talked about doing elsewhere, then it'll be two fifty for the Wi Fi, three hundred for three uh, uh, G. All right, Jack, 
You're going to the Nintendo conference. Yeah, I am. Last year, Nintendo opened with Skyward Sword. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it barely worked. <laughs> How does Nintendo open its conference this year? Um, ooh, Skyward Sword. Probably Skyward Sword again. Um, Everybody turn off your phone. Or yeah, turn this, time, this time telling us to do. I think. I think. Uh, or it'll be the Mario game with the tail they teach. Yeah, for I the think 3DS. actually Mario 3DS Mario would be 3DS? the way to open, open it. Open with the 3DS. You've got your 3DS thing, and then you go into a quick thing about how. There's still tons of third-party support, even though all that third-party support that they claim to have didn't actually come out in the launch window. But um, and then and then you kind of swing in. I think I think your current Wii lineups are really thin. I think you're like in the middle. Just do it. Get through it as quickly as possible. But you still like, talk about how hot Wii sales are. Yeah, make it still seem like still it's great, awesome. still good. Here's like Zelda's coming out. We got you know one more skew that nobody cares about, and then you go straight into Project Cafe, and you have like half of it be about that. You just like like the 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 back half is is all yeah, about project is all about totally. project cafe. And are they going to have the system there? Is uh, on stage? I Satoru Iwata going to like mm, hold it up and show everybody? The, I don't the think system? I don't think yet. I think maybe they'll they'll have images of what it it might look like. But the I mock. think right now it's it's all going to be very kind of like vague. And this is the like find out what the gimmick is to for lack of a better word, but like what makes it different and u- unique because it's it's Nintendo and they have to. Have it be something. There has to be something about it that's going to make it not compatible with the other two systems <laughs> and really fuck us all over. Yeah. But yeah. Um, some people have wondered if there would be a new Halo game announced at E3. Don't think so, but there, you know, we keep hearing rumors. These are just rumors about a, re- a remastered version of the original Halo. It's been 10 years. That's a possibility. Yeah, I mean, everyone's heard those rumors. Greg, yeah. here's an E3 game that's awesome that might not be on everybody's radar. Which one? But we're going to give them the GameScoop bump. Oh, good. Bastion. Oh, Bastion's awesome. XB, it's, it's, XBL. That is such a cool game. He's talking to me! <laughs> you shut your face until it's your turn! Don't edit this out! <laughs> People need to know! <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, yeah. Bastion's awesome. Made by a bunch of guys in their living room. Uh, one XB. of them, former GameSpot guy, yeah? Greg Cassetta? Yeah, I don't he, really, I've never heard of this GameSpot. Game, GameSpot, he was the GameSpot. You mean GameStop? GameSpot like, EIC at one point. No shit, really? And then he went on Wait, what, for, what was his name? Greg Kasavin. Kasavin, sorry. And he went on and did, I think, producing for 2K for a while, and then left 2K to do this. Nice. Okay. So, they run it out of, like, a garage. Basically. No, in their living room, I think, is what they play out of, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That's really, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, What's it about? Yeah, what is Bastion? Uh, it's it, at first glance looks like a traditional just little action RPG download, which it is. But it's got this really cool narrator who sounds all sexy, blah blah blah, sexy. and uh, he narrates what you do as you do it. So if you run through so the level, dynamic. he says you're rushing. Correct. Yeah, if you just uh, wait, sorry. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was gonna say, but if you stop and fight guys, he'll he, actually talk about the fact that totally. you're stopping. If you fall to your death, he makes jokes like. It's really cool. It's really pretty. I think it's got a really, really nice art style. Uh, as you move, the world forms underneath you. So, like, you'll be walking, and, like, it'll kind of just start bringing up a pathway in front of you. So, there's lots of stuff to smash, lots of stuff to collect. Levels to gain. Ankle gators to fight. This is for XBLA and PC. Mm-hmm. Yes? No, mm-hmm. no PSN? They said if it's sold really well, maybe. Okay. So, uh-huh. it's up to you, listeners. That's strange. I would. I don't know why you wouldn't put it out on, on PSN. Well, it's kind of broken. And, yeah, know. I know, but <laughs> on PC and Xbox, you need a publisher. On a PSN, you don't. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, it's not as easy. Like, Super Meat Boy didn't come to mm. PS3 because they found Sony difficult to deal with. Mm. I think some developers would probably say the same thing about Microsoft. I think they just have yeah. different experiences with, mm. with the different services.
Greg, you also saw a game called uh, Reckoning. I did see Reckoning. What's the full name? Kingdoms of Amalur? Ooh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Reckoning. Kingdoms, yeah, yeah, Kingdoms yeah. Of this one's been in development for a while. This it, is, this is, sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you. Looks all like a more time. polished Halo, I think. <laughs> looks like more fun Halo. There's no farts, there's no dancing. You're, you mean Fable? Get out there and go. <laughs> what am I saying? You're saying Halo. Halo. Yeah, that's probably right. I've had Halo's a lot of coffee not a, today. Halo is not a fantasy RPG. Halo's the one with you the wizards, right? You also don't fart. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you just teabag everybody. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Halo's Anthony, why don't you take this one? <laughs> I was just going to say, this is most notable because of some of the pedigree it has. It's the first game from mm-hmm. from 38 Studios. But Salvatore. But it's, killed Chewbacca. It has already Salvatore writing the story in the yeah. universe. And Todd then, McFarlane's art. Todd McFarlane's art. And then Kurt it's, Schilling's and then throwing it's, baseballs. Exactly. Kurt Schilling is the you know NBA Hall of Fame. I mean, I, sorry. And shut up. They formed this company like in 2006 or For, 2007. 2007. My yeah. first and Comic-Con a, ever, I did a whole bunch of interviews. And it was originally, this. This, they were making an MMO first. Yeah. That was their first thing. Because yeah. Kurt Schilling's all about MMOs. So four years later, you see this game. Yeah. And it looked like fun. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, it, it's not, it's not, Perfect. the The HUD is very basic right now. Stuff like that. HUD stands up for it. Heads, HUD, up, heads up display. We are all off our game yeah. today. This is just a practice. When this is done, we'll stop it and delete it and do it again. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, you okay yeah. on time, Anthony? <laughs> you got magic spells to do, and you're running through combat. Oh, Combat's got, quick and dirty. Excuse me, I do some magic spells here. Exactly. You can sneak up and quick knife kill people from behind. Uh, you know, you get the you get the dialogue tree to choose what you want to do. So it's like Fable. You're you're relating it to Fable. What's yeah, not? It's not an MMO. Art style looks like Fable. It's not an MMO. What's Correct. the combat like? Or it though? is. I'm asking you. No, it's not an MMO. Okay. Sorry, I thought you were trying to. So it's not like World of Warcraft. Correct. Okay. No, no, it's not an MMO. It's it's an RPG. Okay. What's the Fantasy combat RPG. like? Though? Is it like Fable, where it's like one button, or is it like a little? You have more like two. Like I don't okay. know. I don't want to say light and heavy because I'm maybe not sure like Darksiders. Yeah, probably probably something along those lines. And then you hold down, you hold down the triggers for uh, your magic spells, and they're on wheels. And but the cool thing, right, is that you don't pick in the beginning. You don't pick a class. You're not like I want to be a mage. I want to be a warrior. You have a whole bunch of different skill trees that you can invest in and try it out. And if you don't like it, bail on it and go do something else. So you're not locked in. You can have one character and experiment around and figure out what you want to do. Cool. Speaking of fantasy role-playing games, out this week on Xbox Live Arcade is Dungeons & Dragons Daggerdale. I've been... Uh, I've been playing it a bit, uh, trying to work through it, planning to do a review for it. Actually, I don't know if I'll end up having time before we go to E3, but... Uh, I can tell you, it's. Uh, I, I'm not thrilled with it. Uh, if, you, if any of you listeners out there are wondering if you should download... Dungeons and Dragons Daggerdale on XBLA. It's fifteen dollars. I think you can probably. Ouch. I think you can probably skip that one. Whoa. It's just buggy and it, it it doesn't look great. It's just very like uh, old school dungeon Tari, crawler. Tari's been cranking out the hits with the XBLA lately. Yeah. Sanctum of Slime. Yara's Revenge. <laughs> uh, now they have a Joust. Warlord. Whatever. Yeah, Warlords yeah. is the one that Peter just previewed, and they've got Centipede coming. Oh. Centipede yeah. is coming back. Uh, you can That's that way it. forward Centipede, right? The one on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Anthony, well, so you, weren't you wait, telling me? Way forward is a great developer. Yeah, weren't you telling me that this is like Atari's new strategy? They want to do more download stuff. They want they to do, want like, to do down, small downloadable games, and they want to try and revive old franchises. I see. They're gonna Working do what out. they did originally: copy Namco. Speaking of, oh, oh snap. speaking of old franchises, Jack Attack. <laughs> <laughs> That's the soundboard. That's the soundboard. Uh, someday we'll have a soundboard. I'll just, I can do that whenever you need me to. Okay, yeah, just, uh, we just, for the rest of the show, be our soundboard. Sure. Uh, Anthony, speaking of classic video games. Boner. What do you want? I wanted like a classic video game sound. Oh, okay, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, I wanted some bleeps and bloops. Just, okay, so. I wanted like an old, an old style piano clanking on some keys. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a, or like a <laughs> Pac-Man, like... I'd play that behind him. Classic franchise. How, how's that uh, Pac-Man and Galaga Dimensions? It's You know, I thought I think that's a pretty cool-looking collection, though I, I I don't think any of the games on their own seem particularly <laughs> great. They're, it's like why, why is it when I ask you a question, you give the answer to Greg? Because he was <laughs> making weird faces. I'm sorry. I have a really hard time oh, looking at you. Doctor. And... <laughs> 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 I have a really hard time looking you in the eyes, Damon. Um no, I just think that uh, it's an interesting collection of games, but I didn't find any of them to be like particularly like awesome. In case people don't know, Pac-Man and Galaga Dimensions is a 3DS game. Yeah, it has it has the original Pac-Man, the original Galaga, then it has uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition. Not DX though. No, okay. and then it has a new Pac-Man side-scrolling game. And the one thing I will say that I like that they're doing with the 3DS, both with the new Galaga Dimensions game and the Pac-Man side-scrolling game, Pac-Man Tilt. Is that they use tilt? Like I don't think most people remember the 3DS as a tilt function because almost no one uses it. So, yeah, are there, have there been any games come out? Face Raiders is like one. Face Raiders, yeah, that absolutely. Use it. Um, the Ocarina of Time is going to use it. Um, for what? The yeah. like slingshot to walk. stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just move. Um, yeah, uh, Mario is Mario. supposed to use it, but yeah, yeah um, Steel Diver used it's it. It's one of those things people haven't really made much Pilot use of yet. Wings how does it. how does the three D effect look in uh, in in Dimensions? It's it's more it's you know it's guys coming out at you because it's all an on rail shooter, so they're coming out at you as they fly past. The HUD looks a little bit deeper than you would expect, but. Officially, uh, so we don't hurt Damon's feelings. You're supposed to tell Damon that the 3D is lame every it, time. Well, I was going to say, Thank I you. was going to say that. I'm not missing anything. I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. It's a, to me, it's a an right. unnecessary effect. Pac-Man and Gallagher Dimensions is out July 26th, I believe. <laughs> Anthony, also uh, tell us real quick: should our listeners, if they're iPhone gamers, should they download Two Worlds Two Castle Defense? Man, only if you have a lot of patience and. Ten dollars. Yeah, and, <laughs> it's, it, that's a pretty expensive iPhone game. I, that's yeah, a really that's hard. Ten sell. times as much as an iPhone because game should I, cost. I could tell you ten other iPhone games that are a dollar that you should yeah. go buy before you should go buy this. I'll just name a couple: Bumpy Road <laughs> and uh, Casey's Contraptions. What There's about that Ninja one? And Mr. Ninja, awesome. My glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I love our. Uh, I love our new soundboard. God. <laughs> Uh, but I don't understand Two Worlds 2 Castle Defense. So, th- several years ago, in 2007, there was a very mediocre action RPG game called Two Worlds that came out. And earlier this year, Two Worlds 2 came out. Maybe it was last year. The most notable thing remember. about Two Worlds is that people it got a lot of news because people accused it of stealing assets from Oblivion. That was mm. like the most notable thing about it. Did they reprove it? I don't remember. Okay. It was a Dynastia game, right? No. No, no not, not that Just one. some small It's too human. Too human, okay. Yeah, so it, it didn't they do that well. They both start with two. They made a sequel, did not review particularly <laughs> well either, the sequel. It got mixed reviews. Yeah. And then this is And like, now, so like, does it use assets from the console game? Because what are they... It's not like Two Worlds 2 is a big brand name. Why, no, why <laughs> even make this game Two Worlds 2 Castle Defense? I have no clue, other than it's set in the same universe, supposedly, as Two Worlds 2. There you go. If you can get care. the whole story, Damon. You want it's, part of the story. It's yeah. fucking pointless. It's a way for them to put a name on it and charge more, hmm. in my opinion. Again, not a big brand name, but anyway. Uh, so what did you score it? What did you rate it? I gave it a 6.5. Okay. You know what? It wasn't a big brand name when it started to McDonald's, and so now look, at, they're doing pretty well. <laughs> Got to start the brand somewhere, Damon. You know, you have a good way of bringing it around. Thank you. Again, like, uh, you know, bringing me down to earth. 
You're letting our, him humble. You're our emotional boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into listener mail here, uh, listener Jonathan would like to share a, a, a code for $20 worth of iTunes credit. Wow. Holy we shit. Make, uh, we make our readers uh, give us codes now? Uh, well, if, if uh, readers have codes, sometimes they want to share them with That's their friends. That's awesome. Yeah. This is twenty dollars worth of iTunes credit here, courtesy of listener Jonathan. Twenty yes. games. Ready for this? Here it goes. Or comics. X X S. A lot of comics. <laughs> Damon, how many comics? Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Uh, whoever is lucky enough to get $20 in iTunes credit, make sure you send good vibes to listener Jonathan. Just entered it in, guys. Yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to buy some more games to review? Yeah. Get Grow the Grass. So I'm playing right now. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Listeners, remember you can always reach us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Austin King did. Austin says, it seems like a lot of big hit games are pre-ordering games, such as Gears of War 3, Modern Warfare 3, and Battlefield 3. I think what he means is there's a lot lot of of, pre-orders? Yeah, there are a lot of pre-orders for big games. Gotcha. Uh, They almost always seem to give you some bonus content for pre-ordering it that either can't be obtained otherwise, or you have to pay some money for it. So what is the bonus for the companies to do this, since the people pre-ordering are paying the same price? Is it just a price for being a fan and knowing you already want it? Uh, it, it's it's from what I've heard. Sometimes it's like, for instance, with Bioshock Two, when I talked to some of the guys making that, they knew before the game came out that they were already going to make money, so therefore they could continue work on stuff like DLC and stuff. They knew they had a Based good idea. Based on the pre-order, oh, yes, they okay. could they could like look ahead and be like, oh, well, we're going to make this much, which means we'll have an install base of this, mm-hmm. and with projected sales, it might even be this. So we should work on some DLC. Gotcha, that's neat. Yeah, companies yeah. like to know how well their game is doing ahead of time. It. If, and they, if only for like their bosses who want to like be like, is it going to do good? And you're going to look at all the pre-orders, and then exactly. it's like, cool. Yeah, then they, they can project their sales expectations and then take yeah. that to their investors. And they also know, affects and they how they can, do advertising. And they can also know how many to manufacture right off the bat, so you don't end up with a situation where it's like Beyond Good and Evil, where it was just like in piles and stores that they couldn't get rid of. And it, it's also you figure uh, word of mouth advertising, right? You're the, you know, I pre-ordered this, ga- this. Yeah, this game doesn't come out for another three months, but now people are talking about it because they don't know which pre-order to get. So they, you know, they talk about it. They talk about it with their friends. Their friends get excited. They go find out about the game. Hmm. Yeah. Although I think the day, remember? Do you remember the days when you had to pre-order if, a game if you wanted? Yeah, on oh, day totally. one. But I think that's over. Yeah, right. Like yeah, it seems like you can go anywhere any now game, you can just go buy it. I think they, they have carries, enough supply now. Everyone carries games now. It seems they like. threaten it. I remember, like, that you when to. Ocarina of Time came out, like, oh, yeah. I had to, like, rush around to three stores until I could, I finally found a copy of that game. Like, the only games I'll pre-order nowadays are something like Phoenix Wright, because I know that they're only going to get, like, three. Mm. So, Like, niche titles like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is Luis Morales. It's a good name. He says, uh, did any of you foresee the advancements, the advancements of this generation at the onset? What I mean is, when the systems came out, I really thought that the Wii would be the better system, considering the PS3 and 360's graphics were not that great yet, and the arcade was still not that developed. I think he means Xbox Live Arcade. English! Do you speak it? <laughs> Plus, I was waiting for you to do that one. It was on my request yeah. list. <laughs> yeah, I got, you, you, you can see the soundboard. Was that, you know? that was the soundboard? Yeah. That was the soundboard? Oh, yeah. okay. Any outburst is going to be a soundboard. You didn't sound like Chris Tucker, though. Yeah, and he also said, English, motherfucker, do yeah. you speak it? I recorded it off a of bootleg TBS copy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> In that case, it would be like, English jerk. Uh, Lewis says, plus the Wii had motion controls. Oh, how wrong I was. Now my Wii is known as my backup Netflix device. In my opinion, all the downloadable content is probably the most amazing and unexpected thing that happened this generation. Agreed. Yeah, I didn't think I would be playing so many downloadable games. Nope. Yeah, I would say like Xbox Live Arcade totally changed. Like I would have never view thought I would have spent a bunch of money. Gaming space, yeah. I've interrupted some people so many times. I'm such an asshole. I'm sorry. You're well, now that we're on this subject. <laughs> no, I got nothing. You're cool. <laughs> Greg, did you, did you, when you I when, saw this coming. Yeah, you saw all of it. You knew that the PlayStation Store was coming. They'd have home and when they were like, they'd when, have they were six like when I saw the Wii coming, I'm like, ah, oh, I bet they're making a giant dildo at Sony with a fucking <laughs> ball on top of it that no one's gonna want to use, right? Yeah, they'll probably make a gun that I'll carry around at my desk all day long. <laughs> I've never used the sharpshooter for a game, but I carry it around nonstop in the office. <laughs> That's something we didn't talk about when we were talking about E3. Is Sony gonna have move stuff there? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd imagine yeah. we see sorcery again. Sorcery, right? yeah. Everybody oh, liked sorcery, that a lot last yeah. year, and then it went off the grid. So yeah, hopefully there are, yeah, there are a few um, I think still unannounced move games that I know about that we're not allowed to talk about that I'm sure will be at E3. There gonna be another new Eye of Judgment game? No, I want a new. I Eye think of Eye of Judgment's game. dead. That, that shit passed. They put on the PSP for a while, and that didn't work out. I will say that I, I think Invisimals. I think that we're going to see something very similar to Eye of Judgment coming out for iPad soon, involving physical cards even, and a way to transport them into your system. Well, that sounds very cool. Nostradamus. In uh, along the lines, the same lines as all this, Jack. You saw the new Magic: The Gathering game recently. I did see the new Magic: The Gathering game. It is if you like the old Magic: The Gathering game, <laughs> which I great. do. Yeah. I do. And that yeah. game actually sold really well. They sold half a million copies yes. of that. Yeah, on that's Xbox actually stuff. really impressive for a downloadable title. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. It's it's the same kind of basic concept. There are a couple new game modes, and um, they they weren't gonna let you customize your deck. And then everyone went, fuck that. So they were like, okay, so now you get to. So you actually like get that full magic experience now. You can remove cards from the base set. And, and it's your first time for playing like all the new cards that are coming out in July or whatever. Hmm. Um, apparently magic got huge again while we yeah. all weren't looking. Who is playing magic? Like the cards. Uh, Grown-ass men. A lot. Yeah, Micah, Micah used to. They still do well, new. I know he used to, but like now? He got back into it. They still do new yeah. card set releases, and it's a it's a big event. I yeah, like the last two years for them have been... Have been big. Yeah, they 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 got all these money tournaments back up. Of, yeah, they turn on their car and the money comes out of the air. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just... I want it air. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> so no, you thought of seven cards today. <laughs> it was the brightest mind. Wow, <laughs> well, I don't know what you're talking about. Who will put snakes on cards now? How many mana points is a tooth? <laughs> it's a tooth? <laughs> Alright. On that note, I have to step up. Oh, no. Oh, we've lost early. Anthony. We've lost yeah, Anthony. I'm sorry, guys. But thank you for having me on. It's okay. Now we'll actually get it. to finish our sentences. I know. I'm a dick. Oh. <laughs> Good night, Anthony. I'm going to sit next to Greg Miller now. Yeah. We've got... Uh, We're not really moving. <laughs> no. As close no, as we are now. Technically, yeah. I'm still sitting right here. All right. I'll scoot in a little bit. Yeah, right. Come on. Bring it in. Bring it in. Yeah. Only human. We've got a few more emails to get through here. This is Toby Armstrong. Mm, I like this name. Long-time listener, first-time writer. Been listening since the pre-Damon days. What? With the dulcet tones of Tao welcoming us to IGN's podcast series. Welcome. Yeah, to, to IGN's, IGN's podcast series. <laughs> IGN oh. podcast series. No, 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 no. Uh, I've been there for Greg and the fan at the airport. Rob ah, the robot in many strange corners over the years. We take them. 
I've got a question about patches. It is sadly a fact of life about gaming today that many games will require patching for whatever reason. With retail games, I can completely understand that when you buy one, there's a chance you'll need to patch it straight away. But why does this still happen with games downloaded from XBLA or PSN? I find it really frustrating to download a 500 plus megabyte game, have it install, and then when running it for the first time, discover it's got to be patched. Surely there's a way to have fully patched games available for download. Uh, I, isn't it the same as the same principle as with retail games? Like you submit a game to Sony or Microsoft, and it's up, and then you feel, you f- oh, there's, there's bugs. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. now we'll patch it. I mean, yeah, you, you'd have to go through the whole submission process again, right? Like, I think there's more loopholes in submitting a game than there are in submitting a patch. I think mm. patches can be yeah. more direct quickly, you know, get mm-hmm. there where they need to be right away. Yeah, I will say it's a double-edged sword. They, um, you know, it's the ability to patch games is great. I'm mm-hmm. glad that they can fix bugs and, and yeah. make your gameplay experience better. I fear that it's maybe making games sloppier they're rushing them out faster because yeah, they feel like they can do it i mean there reality. have been like unfortunate instances where games kind of like came out broken and before the days of patches i have very few memories of of a game being like wow this is broken yeah like you just can't play it agreed <laughs> this is tommy schmidt that one yeah that was clearly explains it all sam coming up yeah hey sam there was never that was a, a racy yeah. touching episode. There should have been <laughs> racy. Show. She the didn't look the very it. special. Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, you watch that show. They she's got some nineties fashion going on. It was a nineties show. Huh? It was a nineties show. Tommy Schmidt. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's broken. I can't. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> I've I've read this poor listener's name twice, and you Tommy keep, Schmidt. Yeah, good old. He just Tommy wants to hear Schmidt. his name on the podcast. There, he's heard it a bunch now. What do you think he looks like? I bet he's red, he's got red hair. He's got freckles on his face. He's a ginger. He wears he wears a, oh. a flannel, a red flannel, but he wears it open with a white shirt, jeans. He's a little husky. Husky. Um, hairy? So he's a hairy like guy? like you, kind of level or? Uh, well, I mean, he's smaller than me. He's short. He's, he's shorter than but yeah, me. But um, proportionally, he's like eleven, thirteen, somewhere in that area. He lives he's in young, a small man. town. They have a Casey's where you can get a pizza. Go. <laughs> He says about a week ago I was in Florida for my high school's band trip. Okay. So he's in high so, school. 13. You can be 13 in high school. No, you cannot. You can't. Well, he's smart. <laughs> Tommy Schmidt aced the smart exam. And they were like, you got to go to high school, Tommy Schmidt. What does smart stand like, for? He's like, but my best friend, <laughs> Roy the Pig. What? <laughs> what? He does the magic. <laughs> Tommy's straight off the farm. <laughs> the magic. He's a, a best friend that's a pig that does magic tricks? No, he plays the game magic. Oh, okay. He oh. plays magic. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> we did all the typical Florida stuff, went to the beach, went to all the Disney parks, went to Universal Studios. It was an awesome trip. However, while we were waiting in line for the Rockin' Roller Coaster... <coughs> oh, yeah, the Aerosmith Rockin' Roller Coaster at Hollywood, at Studios. Hollywood Studios. Great coaster. A question dawned on me. Why is there not a video game theme park? My bros and I pondered this. We realized it would be hella awesome. Our ideas included a Bioshock water roller coaster called the Bioshocker... A super fast Sonic roller coaster, a massive laser tag Call of Duty team deathmatch, Soren over Hyrule ride, nice, <laughs> similar nice. to Soren California. That'd be cool. Uh, That'd be cool. And taking a card from Disney, having the center point being Princess Peach's castle. <clears throat> Obviously, the problem is that those are all different companies, and the uh, logistics and the legal stuff would be a nightmare. But there was a Pokemon amusement park in Japan. What happened to it? Is it, Poke- it, it was a temporary, like it was a temporary amusement park. So it was more like a fair, okay. but like a big like fair that they had up for like months. Gotcha. And it was um just you know lots of you know rides, but they're all Pokemon themed. And then yeah, 
Tommy's from South Dakota, by the way. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, North Dakota. Oh, uh, that's lame, Poor Dakota. Guy. Fargo. <laughs> that's the wrong Dakota. Yeah, well, the man, they don't have Mount Rushmore. True. They got Dakota Fanning, though. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's not how it works. <laughs> All right. Max writes Bismarck. in. Mark. <laughs> sorry, Bismarck. Still, <laughs> still ragging on North Dakota. <laughs> Max wants to know, how does Greg feel about the news about the Ghostbusters firehouse closing down? Possibly closing. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Not confirmed? No. It's possible it's going to be closed. There's budget cuts. There's, it's on the chopping block. I don't mind it too much. Um, first off, I would like to buy it and live in it. Yeah. Secondly, if they did close it, someone else is going to buy it and do something cool with it. They're not going to knock it down. You know what I mean? It'll be there. Maybe it'll be a Ghostbuster museum. Who knows? It's a working firehouse? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, shut it down so we can get a Ghostbuster museum. Exactly, right? You guys did your part. There's no fires in New York. We get it. <laughs> uh, all right. We're going to close on. We have two uh, touching emails. Oh, really? Are they real touching or are they fake touching? Nope. They're real touching. All right. First is from Paul Paul. His name is, is spelled P-O-U-L. P-O-U-L. Yeah. I think he misspelled Paul. But he did it twice. Dumb kid. <laughs> Probably shouldn't read his email. Is that his touching thing? I got he's shot in, in the head and I can barely spell my own name. He's writing. He's from Denmark. Okay. Oh. He says, I have a little story. Last Thursday, my kid brother, my seven-year-old kid brother, was hit by a car, severely injured. It was a tough day, even tougher nights. I've visited him every day in the hospital since then. Just so happens that I'll be taking care of him three days a week, uh, starting next Monday. So here comes my question. My parents uh, and my kid brother own a PS2 and a Wii. On top of that, he has a Nintendo DS, and I own an Xbox 360 and PS3. So I'm thinking of purchasing a game or two for us to play together when I'm with him. But which games? So far, he's played a lot of the Lego franchise games, Pokemon games, huge fan of Star Wars, and while they're fun, I think it's time he tries something new. Suggestions. I have Little Big Planet 1 and 2, but he doesn't seem to be keen on them. And I'm not into playing Kung Fu Panda three days a week. Castle Crashers. Castle Crashers. Is that is too much bloody? Is that too much? He'll, he'll laugh uh, at the poop yeah. jokes. There's a lot of poop jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of poop so he's jokes. got all of his consoles covered. He has all the consoles. Yeah. yeah. When ask, people ask for like co-op games or games to play together, I always say Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light. But he sounds kind of young. It sounds like he's skewing young. He's seven. Well, he's seven. Yeah. Okay. What do you mean? He's seven year old could handle that. Seven year olds play Halo now. Like, no. And, and they're probably in plus, America. He's from Denmark, okay. so he's smarter than us. Okay. What about uh, one of the Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, new uh, Super, Mario Super Mario Brothers, Brothers Wii, Wii would be fantastic. Yeah. Of course. And uh, Kirby, Blocks. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Both, both Kirby's Epic Yarn and Donkey Kong Country Returns uh, have uh, don't, cooperated. Don't Kirby. Yep. Completely. I think Kirby's awesome. Ends of the spectrum um, of difficulty. difficulty. Yeah. Kirby's very easy, but in, in, enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. And Donkey Kong is hard as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are some good suggestions, right? Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We've arrived at the final email. Finish it. <laughs> Deliver <laughs> us from evil. It's <laughs> from Spider-Man. That was the Spider-Man clip. <laughs> also recorded off TBS. <laughs> this is James. He says, uh, I'm just writing in to tell my own story uh, about why games matter to me so much. Uh, he says, this, in, in the subject line is in response to Greg Miller's intimate, infamous article. All right. He says, I'm a 21-year-old guy from eastern Canada. Like Greg, video games got me through some really rough times. When I was growing up, my parents would fight all the time. I would wake up in the middle of the night to hear them yelling at each other. It always upset me. I was very young then, and I never really understood what was going on. But as I closed in on my teenage years, I came to realize my father had a drinking problem. It made him distant, mad, and because of it, my father and I aren't that close. It wasn't until I read Greg's article that I realized it was because I had video games that I was able to get through it. I would use them to escape from what was going on in my house and exist somewhere else. I realize now how important they are to me because if I didn't have them, my life could have taken a different turn. 
I just want to thank Greg, Mo Greg Miller for his article. It made me realize something about myself and helps me understand my love of gaming a little more. We're going to need a bigger boat. I don't think that really applies. I, I'm sorry. The board is broken. <laughs> We're glad games are there for all of us. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of Infamous, yeah. inf our review of Infamous 2 is up now. It got reviewed Yeah. on the, on the Friday, the morrow, the now. It's up. Done. <laughs> By Colin Moriarty. Colin Moriarty gave it a 9. 9.0. Yes. Says amazing. Too. He likes it better than the original. Yeah. Uh, you like you like it a lot, but not quite as much. I do. Yeah, that's all. That's all about. That's all right. Um, yeah, I think I think I think it's a great game. I think it's an incredibly pretty game, and I think it's awesome, fun to play. Like I think mm. playing like, when I just sit there and run through side missions or collect blast shards, I'm having a ball, and I think the game looks great when I'm doing that. I had some uh, my problems. Anything I have against it, and it will, I won't. I'll stay away from spoilers, everybody. Don't worry. My stuff would all be just like story stuff. I didn't like how this character said this or how this got presented, kind of thing. Mm. That's my. Those are my problems with it. As far as a game. I think you know playing it and doing stuff and shooting stuff and all the powers and all the all the stuff to do and collect. It's great. And you're saying if you if you didn't play the first Infamous, you might be lost at one very very pivotal moment. Only yeah. one point. But and that's silly because the first Infamous is also amazing. So you should go play that. And I think Best Buy I tweeted about it was selling it for like ten bucks the other week. So wow, yeah. wow. You can't you afford go. not to buy that. You got to. When is Infamous? So our review is up now. But when is the game out? The, uh, June seventh. First day, day of E three. So yeah. we have the early review. We do. Sony's good about that. They understand what they're up against. Mm, that's true. Yeah. We're all human after all. So say more today. That's all the excuses we have for you this week. Uh, are you following me on Twitter? You should be. Not only can you keep up with the games I'm gaming and the music I'm making, but I give away more of those free codes for games all the time. So hit me up on Twitter. Username DameZero, or you can just search Damon Hatfield Twitter. And remember, Damon is spelled D-A-E-M-O-N. Everyone, uh, if you're in the America here with us, enjoy your long holiday weekend. And uh, if you are outside of America, just take Monday off and celebrate yep. celebrate with us. Just tell, yeah, just tell them GameScoop said it was okay. Yeah. Your boss understand. Yeah, just play this for him. Actually, give rec let's record a permission message for anyone who wants to take the day off or take the day off from school on Monday. So, go ahead, Greg. Oi, pip pip, or whatever your language of origin is. I'm Greg Miller from IGN.com, one of the people who's on GameScoop every week, and it's Memorial Day here in America, the greatest country on Earth, am I right? Good job getting Osama, huh, everybody else? <laughs> Anyways, as you might have heard, Memorial Day. This guy or gal is not coming in on Monday, and if you don't like it, too bad, because I said it was okay on GameScoop. Read IGN. Thanks, Brad. I think uh, a lot of people are really yep. going to appreciate that. Uh, so thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Anthony. He's no longer here anymore. Thank you, Jack. Hey, thanks. For, uh, man, That's my, no. Work on it. I'm working on work it. On I'll it. work on it. Next week, I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it down. Okay. okay. All right. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even do myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. I'm going to work on that. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop. We're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.